0: Thank you for listening to the Potter's House Tri-Cities Podcast, located here in Pasco, Washington, where lives are still being changed for Jesus Christ. We hope you enjoy it. Through eight, and so this morning um, I want to preach a sermon, Amen, about God's love, because we can have a confidence this morning in our love, Amen, in God that God has for us, and so the Holy Spirit of God inspired John the apostle. To give us three declaratives statements about God's nature and so one thing that he speaks about amen in, in uh, John is that he talks about God that God is light that God is you know he's he's a holy God amen and there's no darkness in him that God is righteous, And so this is one of the the things that John highlights in the book of John. And another thing that that he highlights is that God is a spirit. And this is something that's hard for us to understand a lot of times. Because people want to touch God. They want to see him. Amen. They want to be able to conversate with him face to face. And so this is a, another aspect of, of our God, that he is spirit. And so the reason why God is spirit is because God can only minister to us in a spiritual sense. In our hearts, amen, that you and I, we're, we're a complicated beings. You and I, amen, are, you know, um, spiritual beings. So, if you think about when, when a person dies, all that's left is his spirit and his soul. Amen. The spirit that God gave us. Amen. The soul, the intellect of man. You know, the, the mind of man, the heart of man. And so, this is our, our amen, part of our spiritual side because every, every man, every woman here has to leave this earth. And so while we're on this earth, while we're here, amen, God wants to meet with us, amen, in our complication, amen, in our in our uh in our spirit, because that's where he can work. And so, but in verse eight, God is love. And so it was an attribute of God's love that John delighted so in greatly. In fact, on one occasion, John referred to himself as the, the disciple whom the Lord loved. John 4, 7-8 says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whomever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And so our God is love. That's his nature. That's who he is. It's a part of him. And when we comprehend and contemplate the fact that a holy God loves a sinful world, our hearts should be filled with gratitude. We can never know enough, amen, about how God loves us, or how much God loves you and I. So a grandmother said to her granddaughter, Hannah, tomorrow we're going to Sunday school. Hannah replied, I don't like Sunday school. Her grandmother said, we need to learn about God's love. Hannah replied, I've learned about it enough. Her grandmother said, I've been going to church all my life, and I haven't learned enough which Hannah replied, well, you, well, maybe you weren't paying attention, kids, amen, hallelujah. So God shows us how much he loves us day by day. Thus, Hannah's grandmother was compelled to know more and more about God's love. She just couldn't get enough of God, and that should be our attitudes, amen, as we 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 come into God's presence you know as we get to know God that we cannot get enough of God that we cannot get enough of God's love um i remember when i when i when i uh, first came to the church i realized how much God loved me how much God amen forgave me how much you know of his son he gave for me and this was this was true amen in my life and in my life till to, to today is that I couldn't get enough of God. I couldn't get enough amen being around God's people and I love to be in church. It's where I was forgiven. It was where I first amen met God and had a relationship with him and that love amen has never departed from me. So the love of God, Amen, is greater and far, far more than any tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches below the lowest hell. The guilty parent bowed down with care. God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. Could we with ink the ocean fill and where the skies of parchment made. Where every stock on earth a quill. And every man a scribe by trade. To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole thought stretched from sky to sky. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure. How measurable and strong. It shall forevermore endure the stain, the saints' and angels' songs. Amen. So a lot of times we can't describe the love of God and how much you know that He, amen, loves us. While the love of our friends and even family members will fail, His love will never fail. You can be confident, amen, that Christ loves you. Amen. Let's take a look, look at lo- God's love proclaimed. God's loving nature, amen. He is a loving God. He is first light and therefore not soft or indulgent towards the sinner. God does not put up with our nonsense. But we can come to him in humility. God is approachable. Um, I spoke the other day, amen. Amen. That God, amen, is approachable on his terms. And so this was a new concept for many in the first century. The pagan deities were to be feared. And so you could not have a relationship with a pagan deity. And they were, they were to be feared. Amen. And so you could. Could not come into relationship. But let me tell you this evening. That you can come into relationship. With our God. And so God proved his love. Jesus is the risen king. Who is victorious over death. And so he is recognized. By his disciple, Validated by scripture. And enthroned over all creation. That truth. Changes our faith. Our theology and our life. The resurrection also changes our practical living. So the resurrection isn't just a doctrine to believe, but a truth that should change our behavior. So a lot of people that you know they believe, you know, in doctrine. But it has not changed their behavior. And you need to ask yourself, have I come into a relationship with this loving God that his love for me is gonna change? Change who I am. That's going to change everything about me. Think about it. The most famous person who died recently. Someone's death made every newspaper on television. Maybe not today, man, with the coronavirus. But um, think about this. Or before all this happened. So it was broadcasted. Imagine a few days later, as you watch your favorite news station, a breaking news alert uh, interrupts. The anchor explains that the famous person has come back to life. So the nation's in shock. As you change the channel, you discover this news is, is the subject on every station. You go to work, amen. Everyone is talking about it. You browse the internet. Everyone is posting a blog about it. This is monumental. this is impossible. This has never happened before, or has it. If you weren't aware if you I mean if you aren't in awe of the resurrection of Jesus Christ as a historical event, we may only see it as a fairy tale, and that's that's where a lot of people you know. They, they see, you know, Jesus Christ dying and resurrection. Oh, that's just a fairy tale. But the resurrection, amen, is significantly impossible, but historically true. The resurrection is history-making, earth-shaking, life-transforming, and eternity-changing truth. You may believe it, but you may not understand how it changes your life. You may comprehend the theology behind it, but yet, has it changed your behavior? And this morning, God has manifested His love through His Son. He has made Himself visible through His Son. He has gave His only begotten for you and I. And so you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Because God is love, and so he communicated his love through his son. So Jesus was a man, God manifested in the flesh. He was uh, He was deity wrapped in humanity. The righteousness of God revealed to you and I. John 14, 8-9 says, Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and that is enough for us. And Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and you still do not know me, Philip? Whosoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? And so long before uh, Joseph Smith concocted concocted Mormonism. Amen. He denied the the deity of Jesus Christ. And so long before the, the Russellites invented Amen, Jehovah, the Jehovah Witness cult God sent his son. And so he's the second person of the Godhead. And we must amen defend his deity and even before false teachers. Because of this reason, amen, that he became a propitiation, amen, for our sins. He came to be the payment or satisfaction for our sins. He came to take our place, amen, for what you and I deserve. And so someone asks, why? and it is because God is light he is just he wants us to be saved but the payment had to be made for our sin only christ met that demand have you ever had somebody amen get mad or have you ever heard of somebody get mad at someone else and i've i've heard this this term said i'm going to i'm going to knock the black off of you Or I'm going to knock the white off of you. That means that somebody's mad at somebody. But let me say this morning. That the black or white of a person. is, Is their makeup. And so you can't knock. The holiness of God off. It's his makeup. You can't knock off his divinity. You can't knock off his righteousness. It's who God is. Amen. Just like the way we are. Amen. Um, Somebody can try to knock the brown off of me. Amen. But that's who I am. That's my makeup. And so God's makeup is his holiness. It's his righteousness. It's who he is. And he sent his son for you and I. To die for us. You got all these people asking why this, why that, amen. It's it's who God is. You know, you can't ask a mother why is she protective of her children. It's like mama bear, amen. She'll take you out. She'll knock you out, amen. If she has a gun, she might even shoot you. You mess with her kids, and so God is holy. God is righteous. Romans 3:25 says whom God put forward amen as a propitiation by his blood to receive by faith this way to show God's righteousness because of his divine forbearance he had a pass over from sin and so a 36 year old mother was discovered to be in advanced stages of terminal cancer. One doctor advised her to spend her remaining days on vacation. A second physician offered her the hope of living two to four years with uh, a grueling side effects of radiation. She penned the following words to her three children. I have chosen to try to survive for you. This has some uh, horrible cost. This this has some horrible costs, including pain, loss of um, good humor, and moods I won't be able to control. But I must try this, if only on the outside can change. Amen. I might live one minute longer, and that one minute could be the one you might need when no one else will do for this i intended to struggle tooth and nail so god help me think about this this mother is diagnosed with cancer so they're they're talking about to go on vacation do whatever you want to do or radiation she says i'm i'm going to take the radiation because i want to live longer for my kids and that's, that's the love of a mo- mother. But God's love is even greater than that for you and I. So many people prove love in different ways. But let me tell you that God, God, amen, or Jesus Christ, amen, proved His love in, in no other way but given His life for you and I. Romans 5, 7 through 8 says, for one will uh, scarcely die for a righteous person. Though perhaps for a good person. One would even dare to die. But God showed his love for us. In that while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. Think about that. That. We might die for somebody that we know. We might die. you know, For somebody that's good. But to think that God would die for you and I. Sinners is unthinkable. It's unthinkable. And nobody would do this but God. Nobody would sacrifice his son. Amen. But God. So I want to look this evening at love practice. To love one another. And so his love is perfected in us. God is invisible. But his people are visible. His love is proclaimed in his word. And so God proved it at the cross. And it is perfected in believers. It is perfected in you and I this day, this morning. Christians have the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. And thus we're able to love as Christ. God is able to love. Romans 5.5 5 says, And the hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so God has given you and I His Spirit. Amen. He has been poured into us. And so we are to practice His love. It is awesome to see God's perfect love in the life of a Christian. This doesn't mean, amen, that you and I are perfect. But it is displayed through you and I. It is displayed through His people, amen, and God has given us, amen, that heart just uh, going back, thinking about you know how I used to not like people, and that's something that that God put into me. That's one of His attributes that He He put into me. Um, I was the kind of person that um, just uh, would like to keep to myself. Um, I remember as a, as a child, uh, somebody would come visit my parents, and I I hide um, I was uh, I love to watch TV movies and stuff like that um, we have a lot of people like that today they just don't like to associate with people and I remember when when I when I when I came into the church this was uh, just so against you know what had been put into me. And so I come into a church setting, I co- and there's there's actual people. There's people around. And um, so I had to learn, amen, to love. I had to learn to get along with my brethren. And it's, it's something that God started implanting, amen, in my life as I gave myself to Him. And this, this is actually a miracle from God. And so uh, G. Campbell Morgan was a famous British pe- preacher. One day, he was having lunch with his wife and uh, five uh, preacher sons. And a friend came up and asked him, who is the greatest preacher in this family? In unison, the six men said, our mother. how many of us know that the love of a mother a lot of times you know you can you can try to look at it you can try to examine it but a lot of times it's immeasurable I look at my wife sometimes and I look at the love that she has and I try to put my finger on it I, I try to analyze it but sometimes I can't you know it's it's just part of her but how many of us know that our God is Our God wants to help us. He can help us, amen. Or He can help every believer do the same. So God has proven His love on Calvary to provide salvation. And I ask you this morning to receive it. God's perfect, amen. His love, amen, in His yielded vessels. So God's love is made perfect in you and I. Not that you and I are perfect, Amen. But God's love is made perfect in you and I. And that's what a lot of people they they confuse. You know, they they say, well, they complain. But God's love is made perfect in you and I. In His yielded vessels him amen how many of us know that you and i were in a learning process i'm in a learning process each and every day and i and i have to learn to love i don't think i'll ever graduate from having to learn to love every day i'm learning i'm learning to love my children as as they get older as, as as they grow up i'm learning to i guess Love you guys. Amen. When when I first came to uh the tri cities, I didn't know you guys. I've learned some things about you. I I came in here and then we we my wife and I we took over the church. So we are growing in love, amen, as Jesus Christ, Amen, gave his love for you and I. And with that said, this morning, can I have every head bowed and every eye closed? You've just listened to the Potter's House Tri-Cities podcast located here in Pasco, Washington. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you come back for more.